0: I think I a thought, it's not a bad thing. Think I a thought, it's not a bad thing. I think I a thought, it's not a bad thing. Think 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 Welcome um, to another episode of the Cheap Thought Podcast. Ben just asked me if he could uh, chew gum. <laughs> on the we're going to see how this works. But he said, uh, he said uh, I'm uh, I'm not going to smack it. Don't worry. No no smacking your gum in the class. I'll do my best. When I was growing up, um, if you had gum and you were chewing gum in class, the teacher might smack you. He could do that. back
1: in- Yeah, but I would just take it out of my mouth and put it underneath it. Under, the Under the desk. Yeah, the desk
0: were full of. Gum pieces. Always. But that's a that's an energy gum. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you, like, um, really get on the ball of talking on this show. I know. This is
1: caffeinated. I need to find the uh, nicotine ones, too, so I can, like, just pop both of them in.
0: Yeah. See how that and works And we, we were drinking Monsters. Monsters. Just to get your day going. We're just a couple of truck drivers. Just a couple of truck drivers. And caffeine, if that's one thing we do know about. We work on it. You so gotta stay cool. awake. We draw, we haul uh hazardous material stuff. And they're like, Man, you drive bomb down mm-hmm. the
1: road. And we gotta be alert.
0: You know what? Did I tell I told a truck driver story last time? Did you have one today?
1: Yeah, I can always come up with one.
0: I, I used to haul jet fuel. I'm gonna tell this one right now, but just because it's on my at mind.
1: the very beginning of the podcast. That's great.
0: Yeah, I just I, because I was hauling jet fuel. I hauled jet fuel for I wanna say about close to a year. Mm-hmm and I would take it out to the airports, and uh, you'd wait at the gate. At some of the airports, they would you'd pull out on the tarmac, and they'd take you over to the tank where you offload the stuff. But during, during um, the springtime, they would send us out to these uh, crop dusters, crop duster places where they, they spray the crops. And they had a lot of young pilots over there. And these pilots. I would tell them I've watched them fly. And if you've ever seen a Crop Duster, when they, when they swoop down, their wheels almost looks like it's about to hit the high wire, you know, of a, the electric lines, you know. Right. And I'm like, man, y'all are crazy. Bunch of young guys, like I said. I, probably probably mid to late 20s, maybe some in their early 30s. And I, I, w- I said, man, y'all have a crazy, dangerous job. And they said, No. You have a crazy, dangerous job. Mm-hmm. They said, you drive a bomb up and down the highway at 60 miles an hour with a bunch of crazy people on the road, you know, and four-wheelers. And I thought about it like, yeah, but y'all get paid a whole lot more than I do. <laughs> they make, they make, they made then in, in three or four months what I'd make in a year, you know, just for doing that. Pretty good. I mean, they, we get paid decent money. Those guys were making bank. Mm-hmm. They said mine was more dangerous. I need we need danger pay for, for what we do. Like, more hazardous pay. Yeah, hazardous pay. They get that like in in the military. If you have to go into a war zone, you know why don't they
1: do that first? Seems like every day is a war zone for us. It is exactly. We got these kamikaze uh, vehicles always going at us, and we're like dodging and swerving and moving and trying to stay alive every day.
0: Exactly. Wow.
1: It's good seeing you again, Brent. It's been a week.
0: It's been a week.
1: It has. Yeah. We've been and out
0: there working trying to pay the bills.
1: I want to ask about the challenge that we did.
0: I was just about to bring that up. Oh, you're gonna bring it up? Nice. <laughs> well, that's good. You wanna talk about it? Yeah, that?
1: we just weighed ourselves just so, a few minutes ago.
0: We did. Yep. Yep. I come in, I lost three point four pounds. That could have been water weight. I don't just know. Just
1: make sure you talk right next to the mic.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three point four pounds. Yeah, because you wanted to rub this in, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Four? Did you lose more than three and three four? Yeah,
1: actually, I did. Uh, I lost more than that. But uh, guess what I did? I had a supporting wife that decided to support me the uh, the wrong direction. So, uh, 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 yeah.
0: I thought you were gonna say she's like, I'm not cooking dinner the next three nights.
1: No, 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 no. I, I usually do a lot of the prepping. You're going the to the prep me meals. Out your dinner. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> oh. yesterday, like instead of working out, I ended up eating more calories, eating more delicious food.
0: You know, we live in an overweight uh, country. You know, they we're, we're the most overweight country in but the world. People eat good. Not
1: only that, but we always have, um, like, my wife belongs to this Latinas group on Facebook, oh, yeah. and so every weekend there's a birthday party there, which you know we call a fiesta or just a party to get together, and we all we always celebrate with food and drinks. And so I was doing good all week long until the weekend when it was time to go to a party.
0: Mm. And
1: uh, it was fun. It was delicious food, as always. We got good Mexican food. Uh, all the Latinas, they they barbecue. They bring in lots of different types of food. And then it's just just munching and drinking. And then you drink a little bit more than you don't really think. And you eat some more food. And mm-hmm. before you know it. Like, if,
0: they, if they have those chips and dips sitting out on the table, every time you walk by, it's like, scoop yep Mm -hmm.
1: and then just like uh the the frijoles and then the rice and then all the like the the meat
0: did they have enchiladas?
1: no not last night i mean every time it all depends but last night uh or not last night two nights ago Tamales? no no tamales um it was mainly uh you have like barbecue chicken a lot of times we had like a a lot of carne asada, a lot of meat, oh, yeah, yeah. but maybe prices are a little high cuz there's a lot more chicken than, than usual. So that's but the barbecue chicken was still on point. It was still really good. And mm. they had sausage. And so it was I tried to not eat so much uh, of the the rice and the beans. I tried to keep back a little bit, but mm. it tastes so good. And then the the tortillas, it was just oh, so yummy, oh, so had, delicious. We
0: had family <laughs> um uh, this weekend and um so we went to a fun place where they had go karts and all that and so we had pizza and they call it fun trackers right fun trackers yeah that's here in corpus corpus and christi fla- texas fla- flower bluff area mm-hmm. and uh so yeah we had a couple big pizzas and we knocked that out and then uh i cooked breakfast um the next morning and i don't know during the week Uh, my wife sometimes they cater food and at her job and Mm -hmm. she brought that home and then maybe I I'd already prepped some food for lunches for the week so I was having that and then she's bringing that and I'm bringing a variety of stuff for lunch and I never know how much lunch to bring to work because sometimes I'll just make a sandwich throw some uh, berries nuts chips in a bag and Figure, well, if I have to supplement, because some, you know, I mean, in our line of work, 10 hours, it could be a nine or 10 hour day. It could be a 12, 13, 14. Mine's a hour typical 12. Solid. It's a 12 hours every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like, uh, am I washing? Am I having to wash a car?
1: Oh, yeah. You know you are. All right. <laughs> so you started off um, last week at how much weight? 228,
0: 228, 228,
1: 228 pounds. Yeah. And you ended at, Two twenty four point six. Two twenty four point six. You made progress. That's awesome. That's so I I even even uh, even though you lost a little bit. You did great. Sure. And even after this challenge is over, I kind of want you to track every time we do this uh, podcast. I want you to look at your weight. I want to see if We're we can going to
0: announce that every time.
1: No, not unless people are emailing us at cheap.podcast 2023 see, see at I'm gmail.com. <laughs> you can, if you ask, we'll find it. I'll find out. And I'll ask Brent and be like, Hey, where are you at? What, what, what's your weight? Because if you could drop one pound every week, you'd be doing really good. You'd be on point. Now, if you could do more than that, great, but just one pound a week, it doesn't seem well, like. I,
0: hey, I think three pounds a week. But three pounds a week—that'd be great. I, you know, in about six to eight weeks, if you saw him, you
1: you would believe that he could lose three pounds a week. No problem. Ah, that's
0: funny. <laughs> Just kidding. So what you you were at two fifteen.
1: So I started at two fifteen, and I ended it at two o six point
0: five. Two o six point. Well, the total of <laughs> eight point five pounds.
1: 8.5 pounds, which not too bad, and believe it or not, yesterday, if I uh, if I wasn't a lazy bum and didn't eat more food than I should have, like Ben and Jerry's and uh, some uh, nachos and some other stuff I shouldn't have eaten, I probably would have been uh, lost over 12 pounds, but I ended up eating a little too much yesterday. Yeah. But that's no, the weekends I, I, I like for me. I'm guilty.
0: Yeah, I did some snacking yesterday, too. I mm-hmm. was watching TV. I didn't do a whole lot. It was raining. Yeah. Um, I was concerned Serenity. about uh, some drainage around the house and flooding. And sometimes in Corpus Christi, the, um, the drainage area is not very good. And we have a lot of potholes. City mm-hmm. of Corpus Christi. <laughs> we, we need your pothole fixers get down here, getting a little busier. Yeah, We wish
1: <laughs> there was a way for them to stay on point. Like, like, hey, yeah. it's always the same areas. You guys always take care of the right place, uh, your places that you guys choose to all the time while you neglect all the same places all the time. So if they would go out of their comfort zone into the pothole area, they could actually fix up all these streets in town. And maybe one day we would uh, call the right numbers, harass the, the right individuals, and we could actually do better with this city.
0: Sure. That's a, that's a challenge. That's that's definitely a challenge.
1: I'm sorry, that was my phone.
0: Oh, that's all right. No, they're no, important. No, no, not that important.
1: Not not as uh, affluent as you are.
0: Um, we have another challenge we're going to bring up at the end at of the this end podcast. of this podcast. Yeah, you came up with this. You t- you were telling me it's good. It's a good one. Yeah. So if you're listening,
1: every week we want a
0: new you, challenge. You want this challenge? The listener wants this challenge. I. Right? It's going to be. good. It's not as hard. The first challenge was not to complain the second challenge that we've tried is losing weight
1: and i want everybody who also competed with us go ahead and send us a, an email and let us know how you did what you before what you, where were your ending and let us know like if you guys beat us if you if you're closer to brent's weight loss or if you're closer to mine or if you succeeded us or if you didn't do as good. And if you have any questions about that as well, we, we're not professionals. We're not, but we're just regular truck drivers, but we can give our experience on the different things that we've done and we can give you some little advice. So mm-hmm. I think that would be good, but go ahead and email us at where
0: cheapthought thought 2023 at
1: com, And we'd like to hear from you.
0: Yes. Yes, we would.
1: And we might go ahead and highlight one individual and let, or a few of them, and you'll hear your name and your progress, how you did, and you're continuing trying to achieve being a better person or better um, version of yourself.
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: And at the end of this podcast, like uh, Brent said, we'll go ahead and we'll announce the new challenge for the week, and we're going to compete and see how we do.
0: You know, it would be something to combine the first two challenges. That would Ooh, be really different. No,
1: that would be even harder <laughs> for me. There's no complaining, times. and you're losing weight. There's, there's times where I'm, I'm like, gonna
0: lose weight, and I'm not gonna complain not one bit. I don't. I'm not even gonna think about complaining. And we're now. If you could do that, you may have a formula for uh, success. Only two things that you challenge your mind to do, and then wow, you know, man, I see some results. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we had results, but sticking. To being disciplined to continue with those results, I don't, you know, it's that's where the, the toughness comes in. They say when you're about two week and a half to two and a half weeks into a diet or into something that you're changing in your life, that's when the challenges really begin. You know, um, if if you're on a a diet, food diet, then you know, cravings for foods that you haven't had in a while, boy, they can start uh, hitting your head. You smell you're out somewhere downtown, you smell some food you drive and you know you're at the mall you go through the food court you're like oh i haven't had that in a while man you know it's only and i i'm a i'm a junk food junkie i want the cheap stuff it just tastes good You know, i'm a munchies like munchies, like munchies. I always
1: yeah. <laughs> it helps but during this uh weight loss challenge like it was in my head i was like i gotta beat you like i have to do this and i didn't work out as often as i mm. want, would like to i didn't have and even when i did There was, I worked out at home and so there was interruption. So I I think I could have did a whole lot better. So if we have this challenge again, I think I can do better than I did this time.
0: We're definitely going to do this challenge again. There's nothing
1: wrong with doing challenges. I I didn't
0: put a lot of effort into it. Mm -hmm. And and it worked depending on what I'm doing, where I'm going. So I was at a ranch. I had to get in and out of the truck, open some gates, moving around quite a bit. Um, It did get a little bit warm during the week and the mornings were still cool. But, uh, you know, the summertime... When it's hot and we're sweating, I mean, I could lose probably two or three pounds in a day. I, you know, it's of course it's water weight, but you're sweating and it's good. It's good, you know. Oh, and um,
1: we're going to be sweating this summer. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: like
1: we do every summer. Now, when uh, you you mentioned that at a, this ranch that you got to get out, open the gates. Anything in particular happened this week that uh, comes to mind? Then that's not as normal as usual.
0: Oh, the uh, yeah, I got. Uh, I had went to. A lease and loaded the product mm-hmm. and i'm coming down the country road yes there was a tractor on this road
1: what kind of tractor
0: broke down uh, front end loader and had a back backhoe digger on the mm-hmm. on the back and uh it died and they couldn't get it off the road so they had an excavator i I told the guy i said hey man if uh you did not want me to i've got a chain we can we can hook it up and i could just pull you out of the way but uh I guy's like, no, 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 no. So he brought this excavator. I guess that's what you call it. It's got a, like a blade under the center of the, of the tractor, of the vehicle. Okay. And uh, it's a hydraulic, so he can move that blade from side to side. And he just pulled up beside the other tractor and slid the blade and pushed him out of the way. And let me get through that. But, but this was about 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes that I'm having to wait, you know. Mm-hmm. We, I don't, you know, you get paid by the hour and trucking, they pay different, but they don't pay me by the hour with oh, my no. company. <laughs> oh no. So <laughs> anyway, but. So uh, time is money for you. Yeah. That was interesting. I mean, that's entertainment. Some, you know, when I tell other people, and since I've done, I've done truck driving and then got out of the truck driving and, and did other transportation stuff, um, and tried my own businesses and things, but I've done multiples of types of truck driving. You have as well. Uh, we've talked about that, but depending on um, uh, what you're doing, you know, and truck driving may depend on what you, how they pay, and or, or different companies pay different ways. And, uh, you know, you have time. If you were waiting somewhere where they would pay you for your time just for waiting, and if you're out on the road and you're not coming home for several nights, uh, then they have a per diem that they offer to pay. And and basically that I think is a tax break that you can get because you're not at home being able to uh, use the things that you already pay for. So, so anyway, um, interesting, interesting. So, but um, yeah, Um, that's, that's about the way the week's been. So, And, and you never know, you never know when you go to work, um, and probably no matter what you do, what's you know how the day is going to turn out. And I, I think uh, sometimes it, you get up in the morning, you're like, oh, why not? I got to go do this. Uh, I, you know, there's so many other things I could do. I I need to clean the garage. You know, I could I could do some yard work, and and then you go to your job, and you're, it, it depends on your attitude. I think uh, you know a lot of times, but you get up in the morning, you're like, oh, it's going to be a rough, stressful day. I had a busy. Uh, a couple of days off. Now it's time to get back to work, and uh, so, you know, like with any job, it's hard to get going. But uh, you know, I notice if you go in, if it's your Monday, you you're going in with a positive attitude. At least you're getting a head start of the game. But most people go into work on Monday like, oh, I don't want, I don't even want to go to this job anymore. You know, I don't, this thing is, what else can I do? When can I retire? You know, how much money do I need? I was looking. Hey, this is. Which a, is a really good question. I, I totally forgot about this. I, I think uh, you sent me um, something on a, a link on uh, TikTok. and Yeah, it was like the five cheapest places to live. Not cheapest places. But I, I've been doing this for about 30 years. What's that researching Mm -hmm. places to live worldwide Mm -hmm. where it would be nice and you could live just about, you know, the same comforts as you have, as I have here. Even, I mean, I don't mind being humble or reducing that, but you could live just so well and cheap and you don't have to get up and go to work anymore.
1: So the question is, is what's a good amount of money for a blue collar individual like ourselves? Like how much money do we need in the
0: bank so we could retire comfortably? Well, I don't, I don't like the idea of being the money in the bank because I mean, you need some money to mm-hmm. live on, but I, I think if you had some business, some money working for you or you could establish, excuse me, establish business, like where you were moving to, you know, um,
1: so what kind of business would you, uh, suggest or an idea of something that somebody could, uh, to, some kind of business to be able to go to where they want to retire?
0: um well uh, I- anything where you're providing a service or goods most people the easiest thing i think people think of as a restaurant uh or bar or something like that
1: sounds That's- like a good idea except for the, list, the last uh um what do they call it the uh the whole covid era where they shut oh, yeah. everything down <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah that so that been- was <laughs> like
1: ooh maybe that won't be a good idea unless it uh you got it to go
0: or or you have service. uh if you could buy a property Um, out of, out of, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the country, but I mean, if you were looking to be, to move out of the country, if you could buy a property and then do some Airbnb and market some of that, um, and then maybe own, I, I like the idea of selling the American menu, the American food menu and, uh, um, other places. Because when you look around the world, you have Burger King or McDonald's or, churches but when you look around the world also the most uh prominent of of food places would be chinese food there there's no chinese mcdonald's but you have more chinese restaurants worldwide than you would a big chain like that which is trying to make i I, I, i'm not saying anything bad about mcdonald's i think their their food model is pretty good their food is not like um Nobody would say it would be the best, but it's always consistent. Consistent, sure, sure. But, you know, if if you're in China eating McDonald's, you're you're not going to say, yeah, this is what American food's like. No different than when we go to, like we talked about last time, you go to a Chinese buffet, it's not what you are going to have in China.
1: See, (laughs) I could only see, like, probably tourists doing something like that. Well, if I go visit a country, I don't want to be a tourist. I want to be a traveler. I want, I want to go for the experience. I want to go see, try the foods like locally, like almost like, let's go check out the local vendor, like a food truck or somebody selling food off of cart that actually has a line. So if I'm going somewhere and there's two different people selling food, one has a line and one doesn't have a line. I'm not going to go to the one that doesn't have a line. I'm going to go to the one that actually has a line. I'd rather wait for better food. Well, I'm assuming it's better food because there's a line there, and but nine out of ten times, I'm right.
0: Yeah. Well, anytime I pull in a restaurant, in and the, and the, you know, there's a crowd. You're having a hard time finding a parking place, mm-hmm. and you know something good must be something's good yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I mean, a reason. Kind of an, yeah, yeah. They're getting the business. So, hey, speaking of. So what is that name? What is the name of that place that uh, we're going to have for lunch? Oh, I'm going
1: to take you to this um, Indian restaurant today for lunch. And uh, you know what? The name is actually escaping me, but uh, it's over off of Castorus and Tiger. It's uh, inside a little shell, or I think it's a Sunoco gas station now. Like a, like oh, a little stop and shop. <laughs> like um, but uh,
0: Percy's is the new one. I, I've been there. Percy.
1: But I'm going to take you to this like I like Is it
0: called Pavani Express?
1: Yeah, I believe that's it. That's it. The Pavani. Yeah, Express. It's good.
0: I'm looking at reviews. You get 4 out of 5. Um Okay.
1: I have a very wide palate. I like foods from around the world when I lived in Toronto, Canada for a couple of years back in the 98-99 2000 era. I was introduced to many different foods that I wasn't accustomed to. That I wasn't, um, I never had an experience with. And the food is delicious all around the world. Like, one thing I really admired watching Anthony Bourdain's shows, like No Reservations and Parts Unknown, was just going around the world trying different foods and meeting the locals and finding the local spots. To me, I admired that. I, I, I soaked it all up. I really, really enjoyed it because I think that's, I like to get out of your of our comfort zone and just travel and see now have I really done that? Not a whole lot. There's only been a couple countries I've been into, which is Canada and Mexico. And there's lots of different places to visit in both in both countries and across this whole country as well. You could travel coast to coast and depending on what state and what town, the food's widely different, which I love as well. So you don't have to really go around the world to, to experience new foods and new tastes but I really enjoy different types of food and especially when they do it correctly. So this Indian restaurant that I've been to a few times that I'm taking you to, uh, I really like it. It's a really good taste of Indian food. And one thing I really like about, um, other cultures food is I don't like it watered down American. If, if I'm going to eat something, I want to taste it, how they would eat it or where they're from, how they would eat it. I don't want to eat Chinese food in the States where, and If you ever took that food to China, they'd be like, "This is American food. This isn't our food."
0: Sure, yeah.
1: Like I don't want it candy coated. <laughs> I want it. I want it to taste how it's supposed to taste. Yeah, Not, but there's nothing wrong with American Chinese food. It's delicious too. India's
0: vast, though. Uh, a bit. I mean, so just like we have different regions where you have different types of food. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, um,
1: same thing with China. Same thing with Mexico. Same thing with India. Sure. No. With any yeah, country, here you go in
0: town, to. Yeah, uh, town, you have like the Jalisco the text mix yes yeah, so but but jalisco is an area in china i mean it mexico. mexico
1: Oh, thank you thank <laughs> you some i guarantee somebody's gonna be like brent how do you not know that you live here
0: and then you have the other i mean you'll have one that says cancun you'll have one that says acapulco mm-hmm. which that's on two different sides of the you know they're on opposite sides of the country one's on the in the caribbean one's on the pacific you have uh what is the name of one of the other ones um Guadalajara, or you, you know, whatever. But H- Jalisco would,
1: is the most prevalent one in town.
0: Is, yes, probably in Corpus Christi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That style. And so I'm, I, I, you would think, well, they're presenting the food from that area, but they're not so much. Not so much. No. Mostly Texas. Really. Maybe they have an entree or two on the menu that, uh, you know, would be more um, resemble the food from that area, but maybe. Maybe not.
1: You not know. so much. It's mainly. Cheese down, Tex mix for oh loaded for Corpus Christi.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I'm looking forward to this. The Pavani Express. Yeah, I believe you're gonna like it. I was looking at some of the dishes because often, you know, at ethnic cuisine places they put the pictures on the menu. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. No, you can't go. I wrong want you, and you the garlic naan is I so want good. Oh, naan! Uh, that naan, you can yeah, always make a meal. like roti. You dip that in that little curry sauce that's mm-hmm. made from like a coconut milk. Oh. Mm-hmm. There goes the, there goes the weight I lost. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be good. And you were speaking of, of about, you know, retirement and money And, and no matter where you retire. Um, I mean, we all think about it. How are we going to support ourselves when I don't have the job to go to? And I study a lot in that. And as we do podcasts, I'm going to, you know, at least some bits and pieces for my ideas. I'm not an expert but by no means, but I do study the market. Ben and I were uh, looking at at some uh, positions on uh, a brokerage firm and not on this podcast, but I have written this down. I am going to go over some brokerage firms. If you're considering investing of long-term investing and give a rundown on the different brokerage firms, because I've traded in several brokerage firms. I do trading, active trader today. And um, he asked me, he said, Brent, how are you going to retire before? And I said, well, I'm going to retire uh, rich and wealthy. And he said, well, you're not rich and wealthy now. How are you going to do that? And I said, well, I'm going to continue to invest and I'm going to invest and I'm going to invest. And if you have that mindset, you're going to want to know where your money's going. And uh, today, uh, we hear a, a lot of talk about gold and silver because there's they claim instability in the power of our dollars and and um, you know inflation and interest rates and you're hearing a lot of this in the market and I'm not going to sit and explain all that. Ben will get an earful. He'll call me sometimes and I will go run uh, give him the rundown and then I'll send him send him a podcast or someone explaining you know that in a little more detail. But really it's about interest and your concern for your dollars. And if, as long as you are uh, having that, don't take everyone um, uh, exactly for what they say. Don't, uh, don't believe everything you hear. Don't trust everything. I don't like financial advisors or um, what they call fiduciaries. I like to uh, research those things myself. We have access to technology. Today that is uh, makes it a lot easier to do so, but uh, I've been been trading on the market for for a couple a few decades, and so um, you see trends, you see things that you've noticed before that cause major effects in the market, and uh, then uh, if you're watching a business channel and they have the ticker running across the bottom showing you the prices of the stocks and the Dow and the S and P five hundred. They'll go to a commercial, and someone's trying to sell you some gold and silver. And I do like precious metals. I think everyone ought to have that. And this is what I'm going—I'd emphasize on this money segment for this podcast—is that just having a little bit of gold and silver set aside. We never know what's going to come about. I don't think some. I think we're we're looking at some pretty rough times economically in the near future. And to have a little bit of gold and silver to trade or something. Um, some people say guns or ammunition or, or even some extra food, buying some extra um food. Hey, um I may have said this in a podcast, a previous podcast, but there is nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying be a doomsday person and go build yourself a self sufficient uh cabin if you have the money to do so. I don't I don't blame people that wanna do that. Cabin I mean, or bunker. A bunker. <laughs> underground <laughs> but uh you know it doesn't hurt and I th- and the best thing for that you know if we're, we're uh, going into some tough economical times what and from what i'm seeing in, in main, a lot of mainstream media does this they may understand or they may not but they don't want people to be in a panic because panic makes people react and you have this huge reaction which causes more problems than to begin with so as long as we know, hey, there could be some tougher times ahead. There could be some uh, easier and better times ahead. But preparation um, in our mindset, and then looking forward to um, how we're going to handle those uh, adversities that we face. And I think one of the reasons we do, we're doing this podcast is that we can uh, we want to be able to share with some of that as we go through those things ourselves. You know, so. Um, Hey, how does a, uh, how does a couple blue-chip uh, working truck drivers, how are they going to survive? I think the demand in our business, I mean, we can probably always have a job, but you know, um, the power of our money is not going as far as it used to. Uh,
1: sure ain't. <laughs> so. there's, good, there's a reason why at this last fiesta that we had more um, chicken and sausage on the grill than fajitas and carne asada and things like that instead. There, it's because uh prices are going up
0: yeah they're going up and uh so but, we're but survive but it's just people, we're gonna be eating
1: more rice and beans too
0: yeah maybe people will naturally uh, become creative though in in, in desperate times mm-hmm. and uh, i mean we live in a country in the u.s that's abundant with food and how to get that to the right places i think uh you know i don't know if we'll see a famine here if it got really tough but you never know i mean uh we just uh come through that covid uh pandemic stuff where people um you know they're afraid people are dying from from a disease there could be contaminated food and then now we have a lower lower resource for for food um you, you never know but being a little prepared you know that, that doesn't that doesn't hurt any so <laughs> you and I don't mean like being prepared to be like, oh, I'll just go become a bandit or something. No, like, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> but like, uh, for instance, I'm thinking, st- I haven't done it yet, but I've been thinking about making a chicken coop for about four to six birds. And just so we can get eggs every day. So I'm not going to be raising chickens to eat them because that's a different kind of chicken, which we could. I think rabbit would might be a little bit better to do that for eating meat. So have like a bin for rabbits, and then another bin for um, for birds that would lay eggs. So we could have.
0: I like the chicken idea. I'm not much for that.
1: You don't like rabbit? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. They're
0: cute, cute little bunnies. <laughs> Deliciousness. I I seen um, uh, on uh one of my friends on Facebook, I think, or something. They they uh, were starting to raise chickens, and mm-hmm. they couldn't keep them alive because fox snakes hawks owls
1: yeah you got to take things into consideration and protect your investment
0: i don't don't know what else is you know coming in there and and getting those chickens the fox are sneaky you have to have like a little enclosing and uh, a friend of mine told me you put a put the hot wire on the bottom Mm -hmm. i mean that fox hits that he don't come back
1: can you eat a fox if it dies trying to imagine or, I wouldn't want to, Or would it be like a raccoon? You don't want to eat it. <laughs> that would probably help. They're like us. scavengers. That would help
0: us with a diet, you know? In the Depression, in the Great Depression, they brought in this thing called the uh, Nutria Rat as a protein source. But um, people weren't going to eat Nutria. It's like a big river rat.
1: Oh, is that what they have down in like New Orleans, that area down in yeah, the, Louisiana? Louisiana.
0: They have them in Texas. They, have they will get in a freshwater pond or something and they they don't do as much damage or destruction as a beaver but yeah they tear up some stuff they, they become more of a nuisance because they're not from this area but they 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 create you know they do what their natural uh, they naturally do and whatever habitat they're in they can survive and so yeah and they populated if if people aren't uh Eating them or something, then they're they're gonna continue to populate. It. <laughs> you know, so, oh,
1: wish them gators did a better job at keeping yeah. their
0: numbers, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> or the number of uh, you know uh, constrictor snakes that uh, I think that's a Florida issue. Not it, it's a Florida. I'm sure they they have some issues in Louisiana. Any of that swamp swamp land, uh, I would think. Yeah, but more in Florida, in the Florida uh, Everglade mm-hmm. area. Yeah, yeah, and some they have some lizards that people had as pets. And they got too big to handle, just let them go. Or they had them out in the living room showing their friends, and someone opened the door, and off they went.
1: (laughs) You never know with Florida, man.
0: (laughs) They went and found another lizard. (laughs) It's like, man, where's the other lizard? Wow. Well, well, well.
1: So we're all over the place today.
0: We're all over the place. Yeah. Somewhat of a different podcast. I, I, um, all uh, energy, energy drink pumped up. So uh, anyway, we've, we're going to have a, uh, a challenge as we get getting closer to wrapping things up. But
1: uh, well, let's go ahead and take a, a little piss break real quick and uh,
0: we'll come right back. Cheap thought podcast. All right. We're getting close to closing out another cheap thought podcast. Our email is cheap thought 2023 at gmail.com.
1: We'd love to hear from you.
0: Ben loves reading emails.
1: I love sharing them to Brent.
0: Yeah, it's good. We're going to, I want you to send us something interesting. Tell a story about your life. Tell us about the challenges we have on here. Tell us about what you think of the show, what we could do to improve tell us about a subject you'd like for us to research and talk about just for you. We'll do it just for you. I promise. And if you're interested in uh, us plugging your business, we'd like to come visit you, especially if you're in the Corpus Christi area or South Texas, even South Texas. Mm Yeah. We, we, we go to the Valley quite a bit, San Antonio, Houston, Houston, got a lot of family in Dallas area and nationwide. Hey, you know,
1: yeah, we got, I have family all across the country.
0: We like to talk we like to talk and we'll talk you, up. Yes. talk you up. If you have a small business, tell us about that too. We'd like to see how it's going. and we as we were talking about the um, economy and stuff, I'd like to see what's going with on with that. I have a friend uh, here in the area, Corpus area. He lives in um, maybe I shouldn't say, but about 40 miles outside of Corpus mm-hmm. and um, he has a an electrician business. Doing well, but I, I I'm I'm interested to see how things are going to go as our economy is changing and over the next few months. So. I think
1: that's one of those jobs that is always going to be needed. Somebody who deals with the uh, like electric people who deal with plumbing, yeah. people that deal with the uh, sewage. Yeah. I mean, those are all jobs that are always going to be needed. Just like truck driving, we need to bring. Um, food supply in and out. We need to have commerce. Those are things that needs to take place.
0: And if the economy tightens up, that would probably bring us right into our challenge of the week. Yes. Because then we would have to, uh, we couldn't say no. So what's the challenge? (laughs) All
1: right. This challenge this week, and we're not going to advertise it to the people that we know, but we're just going to live by it. We're going to do this challenge. And Brent, a little bit of, worried about it because it's not something he's really looking forward to but uh he he was like this is gonna be hard and i'm like you know what if it was easy it wouldn't be a challenge so this week's challenge is going to be to say yes to everything within reason obviously you can't say yes to four different things and, and be able to do them all but uh first thing that comes up if somebody asks you something if if it could be a significant other, it could be your work. Hey, we need you to work on your day off, or we need you to work a few more hours, or if your, your spouse or your significant other ask you to do something, or if your children ask you Will something. Will
0: you go to the gym with me?
1: Anything it is. You got to say yes. So that's yes. the challenge this week is to say yes to everything. So, But we can't do it to each other because I might ask Brent for, hey, can you loan me $10,000? He's not going to say yes. No. <laughs> Yes, but I might if, try.
0: <laughs> yes, if I uh, – can, I can throw a, a, a clause in. Yes, if. Yes, if. But you can't do that. That would be breaking the rules. Are there I, – I do have a question, like, are there yeses that we could – something we say yes to where we could trump – that would trump the other?
1: See, yes. th- that's the question because I don't – I think uh, if somebody asks you the first time – Can you do something? You need to say yes, and you need to do it. So even though afterwards somebody else says, I want you to do this, you got to fulfill the first yes, or that won't be the challenge. So be like, well, I need to do this first, and then afterwards, then you say yes to the other one. So maybe we have to complete the first yes before we say yes to the other. So let's just say uh, tonight, say, hey, Brent, can you come over so we could do a podcast? You got to say yes. Yes. If I didn't know about the challenge. And yeah. then if your wife says. Hey Brent we have. I want you to do this. Well I already said yes to this. What do you want me to do? I say always stick with uh, your spouse. Always support your, your spouse. No matter what. So I'd say that trumps anybody else. Because that's your partner in life. Okay, But uh, for everything so else. We can,
0: but we can't be specific to that. Because if I told my wife yes i would be off early and my company asked me to do more work then i have to say no i know at that point
1: right because you already said yes
0: yeah so i mean that's and of course we can't say yes or fulfill the yes, the yes obligation you know if an emergency or something comes up um you know that's uh that's something that you know so okay. the
1: ground rule is the first person who asks us. So let's say your work asks you to work later, and then afterwards your or your wife asks you to get off early. you be like, "But honey, I already said yes to work." So that would trump it because they asked first, right? Or would right. we say turn around and t- <laughs> call up your work and say, "Hey, uh, I got a family emergency. I can't do that extra load. You know, I need to get off."
0: Or figure it out. You, know, you got to figure it out yes. within reason. You, you could say yes to something. But it, it could be, okay, yes, I could do that, just can't do it right at this moment or okay. this evening. I can do that tomorrow evening or I could do that right now because something else, you know, has to occur. But it's still the yes, 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 you're following up. You can't say no.
1: Can't say no. So it's within reason, within your capabilities or what you're able to do. Yeah. Um, if you ask me for ten grand, i am going to tell you no. Like, yeah. it just, yeah. it's not within reason it's, for me it's, That's true. for you yes that's available but for me no it's not mm-hmm. we, we're, we're a little bit different levels but uh, all in all I think it's going to be a challenge for me because it's easier to say no than it is to say yes for me anyways so I know it's going to be a particular challenge and I need to make sure every time I get asked and I write it down I need to keep notes so I can bring it back to you next week and tell you how I did
0: well, I haven't been very good with these challenges so far.
1: You need to beat me. I, well, I'm rooting for you. Come on, Brent. You can pick I, it up a notch. But
0: what I'm saying is, it is in the back of my mind, and it does uh, make me think about hey, change. Mm-hmm. You know what? What am I doing to change? Am I saying, if anything, the result of this? And we'll talk about this in the next podcast, or maybe not the next podcast, but the next, maybe in the next um, couple podcasts, to where we say, hey. Um, that was in the back of my mind. What did I do different because I was thinking that? Mm-hmm. And so I mean, if that causes us to think about things about our own life a little more, I think that's for the better. I think that's good. You know, hey, I have to think. <clears throat> I have to think about what I'm going to say. I have to think about uh, what I'm going to do, if I'm going to complain. I have to think about my diet. I have to think I have to think about, wow, I just said yes to something I would normally. Only not say yes too. Yeah, you got to think
1: <laughs> about it. Like your wife says, "Hey, can you do dishes?" Yeah, or "Hey, can you cook for me?" And she doesn't afterward. know this. No, she's
0: not hearing this podcast, so she doesn't know. Now it couldn't apply, like you said, it couldn't apply with those that would know this. And by the time uh, we publish this podcast, you know, then this challenge will be
1: completed already.
0: Absolutely,
1: yes, but we might bring it back, just like the other. Um, the other challenges we might bring it back down the road well yeah and uh see if we can do better than what we did this time because i know for every challenge that we do it's a challenge for me and i also know the next time i do it i want to do better than i did it previously
0: so if my wife asked me to try you know uh some cheesecake she brought home from the cheesecake factory mm-hmm. but i'm trying to lose weight and i don't want to complain you can't complain. I have to say yes. You have to say yes. I have to limit how much I taste because I'm on a diet. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, you got to be positive about it. Oh, oh this is so delicious.
0: Uh, this is so yummy. Yeah.
1: Except especially if it's like a so pineapple upside down cheesecake. Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. I may not. You know, I may not get the result. This is where where like planning in life. I I think plans, especially long term plans, are not uh. You know, most of them aren't feasible. They're, they're not going to happen. They're not. Nothing's going to turn out the way you want. But I think as long as you're seeing progress, progressive results, always tell Ben. Always say, "Hey, uh, you." When you talk about things that you're going to do, you know something, a commitment, something you're dedicated to. He says, "Little by little, you start out with something small, and you just work your way into that." And I think these little challenges are
1: good for that. You know, I think
0: I'm going to have to say yes. If if anything, you know, if I fail, it's going to be in the back of my head. Well, what would have happened had I said yes to that? Had I went somewhere? Had I done an extra chore that my wife was asking me to do? By the way, she did ask me to do something um, this morning.
1: Are you at Liberty at Sane telling us?
0: Well, I could, but it's not that
1: important. Yeah, I still want to hear it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you when the mic's off. Oh, okay, you're going (laughs) to tell me off air. Well, it's all right. It's all right. But, I mean, you know, there's certain little things. If, you're, if your wife asks you to go buy something or she says, hey, uh, can you um, uh, repair something or put something? And, and, I mean, this happens in any, any um, family home. And uh, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I could do that. That's easy. Sometimes I procrastinate for a few weeks. It may be a while before it gets done. And that's what I was saying before. Yes, I'll go. I mean, I'd go today. So does that count? Well, I mean, but I think we should set those rules. These parameters for our rules. uh, uh, As an individual. Mm -hmm. You know, and see how that, with that in the back of your mind, you have to say yes. How that affected, uh, you know, just do it for seven days. Mm -hmm. Seven day period. And how did that affect your thinking, your actions, you know, was there any positive things come out of it? Was it negative? Did you create negative situations? What caused that? Um, do you think if you said yes to more things that you would have a better, you know, things would may improve in your life and, or, you know, I don't know. Like uh,
1: for instance, for me in particular, like it's after work in 12 hours, that's a half hour to get to work a half hour. So that's 13 hours out of the day gone. And then after work, it's always like, do you want to run to the store or do you want to run, do this errand? Or do you want to do that? And a lot of times I'm like, I'm too tired. I need to get ready. Um, Hopefully I can get a workout in and I don't even have the energy for it, but I'm going to try it anyways. And if I don't, then it's let's let's get these, let's get these things done so I can hurry up and take a shower and, and get to bed so I can, real rested for the next day so a lot of times she already knows every day after work I don't want to go do something or let's say on a Friday night uh, I have to work Saturday but then I'm off Sunday Monday and that's my regular routine schedule but it's like Friday night I don't want to go do something but I know this Friday she's always going to ask me hey do you want to go do this so I know that's one thing in particular that's going to be coming up and because we're doing this challenge I'm going to say yes to it it's and we're gonna see how that affects me on saturday on my on my friday and or if the kids ask for this at the store or can we go do this? I'm gonna say yes because that's the challenge that we made
0: I'm there with you I'm there with you um when uh when I get home, that's the, those are the, from work, those are the toughest things. Say yes to. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to try to keep track of how many times I said yes and how many times I had to say no because it interfered. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to uh, hear some results with this.
1: Anything in particular that you think you usually say no to that you might have to say yes to that comes off of the top of your head?
0: Um. She's usually like, can you, uh, like, I come home, I want to eat or something, sit down. Mm-hmm. And, of course, with truck drivers, she's like, you've been uh, sitting all day, so uh, anyway.
1: You should have all this energy <laughs> you, to do everything can else. Can you
0: go in the garage and grab this? Can you go move this around? Uh, can you do this with some food? Maybe she's cooking or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one to ask uh, for help or to do things very often. Or maybe I am. Maybe I'll recognize that about myself, but I don't. I don't do that uh, as often, and uh, so. But I do recognize that when I'm being asked those things, whether I want to do them or not, you know, and and you know, I mean, that's where the nose come in.
1: Well, I'm gonna cheat. Hey, do you want to go eat lunch with me?
0: Yeah, we're going to the Pavani Express, recommended by Ben. Yours truly, yes. moi. And uh, we're gonna tell you all about it. On the next podcast.
1: Yes, and it's going to be very good because every time I go, it's very delicious.
0: Can't say no. You can't say no. Can't say no. It's right? the Cheap you Thought yes. Podcast. Send us an email. CheapThought2023 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.